Hello and welcome to the Feed Strategy Podcast. I'm your host, Feed Strategy Senior Reporter Ann Roos. Cody Swan is the Commercial Director for Kemen's U.S. Beef, Dairy, and Equine business, and Mark Hoopengarner is Commercial Director for Kemen's U.S. Swine and Poultry business. I recently spoke with both of them about trends, challenges, and opportunities in the animal nutrition industry, as well as gut health and how feed additives and other tools can promote good gut health in livestock and poultry. Here's our conversation. Cody, what are some trends in animal nutrition that you expect to see throughout 2023? So this is Cody, and from a Kimmon standpoint, this is, you know, this is a question that we review often, um, and we've really trended this direction over the past few years, and I don't think it's really, really changed moving into 2023. And one of our largest focuses is a uh, continued focus on gut health. And that seems to be a, a buzz term in the industry. Um, we at Kimmon treat it a little bit differently in, in not just gut health as a broad term, but we like to dive a little bit deeper and what does that actually mean in the animal. Um, but overall, a, a critical contributor to the overall health performance and, and welfare of the animals. Uh, I, I don't think it comes as any surprise as a uh, continued efforts to sustainability and the focus by, by different companies up and down the entire value chain uh, from animal feed to consumer packaging that sustainability will continue to be a focus. We have some concerted efforts going on with that currently within Kimmon. And just the volatility with the markets in general over the past, in the industry over the past two to three years is uh, is getting the most out of, out of the diets that we feed the animals. And there's certainly a lot that goes into that, but Kimmon is, is just a piece of that entire chain and how folks can, producers can utilize additives and technologies uh, to ensure optimal use and, and making sure we're educating the producer and the consumer the best way we can in order to make smart decisions uh, to improve the improve the performance and health and profitability of, uh, of producers. Mark, are you watching any other different trends this year? You know, I, I think Cody captured it very well. The needle on gut health has yet to be really defined. Um, and, and I think that as an industry, as industries, we are always trying to to really dial that in more. Um, what, one of the, the things that I think is is really the big question is is what do we, you know, what value proposition can we do or can we take to our customers, um, and then how do they then bring that down the chain to their customers? Um, because a lot of this is consumer driven. Uh, we want to make sure that our not only are our customers educated, but their customer, our customers are educated on on exactly what value they're doing um, to provide in, in the protein industry. And Mark, carrying on that, what challenges and opportunities will the feed and animal nutrition industries face in the near term? Well, if history has been a teacher for us, um, the last few years, <laughs> it's it's been kind of a moving target in terms of volatility. Uh, you, you know, there's if we looked at where we were at this time last year, the markets were in a very tough spot across most of the protein industries. Um, and a lot of that was labor driven. Um, where we're at right now, you, you look at market volatility. I, I know that the uh, the chicken market right now specifically is uh, they're they're in a, in a tough period. Um, you know, even on the pork side, uh, I, I think that they're having a little bit different experience in in, in the turkey business as well. So I, it, it's, it's very difficult to, to talk about challenges without looking at, you know, just inflation 
So looking at the impact that inflation has and, you know, overall rising uh, input costs, I think it has really challenged our customers to, to take a hard look at exactly what they're doing um, in, in terms of, of how, how they're impacting their overall profitability and, and looking at how, um, you know, in, with the feed additive business, it's such a broad business now. Uh, what, what are companies like Kemen and, and, and how are they bringing value to their customers when you're looking at market volatility, inflation, um, rising input costs, labor shortages, um, and, a, and an ever-changing regulatory market? I, th I think that you, it, it's very difficult to, to pinpoint one or two things that, that have a, a big challenge. Um, I'd say it's, a, it's a, just a potpourri of all, of all these things mixed together. And, and it presents uh, companies like Kemen and, and even to our, uh, a larger extent to the industry, what, what are we doing um, that is gonna help our customers in, in, the, in the very end um, to, to become profitable, not only profitable, but are, are continuing uh, to provide the, the, most, the most safest and most economical protein in the United States and the world to that extent. Cody, are you seeing any unique challenges and opportunities in the cattle industries, or do these all kind of carry over all the industries? Yeah, good question, Ann. I think Mark put up a big enough umbrella there to capture really the, the, the main pieces throughout all industries and through all species. Just an example from the, from the cattle side that, that alludes to Mark's points is 2023 looks to be a, a, a start of a great year uh, in terms of the markets for cattle with with uh, beef demand remaining relatively steady and uh, and cattle supplies tightening over the course of 2022. And so that that means good things for the markets from that standpoint. What market touched on was just really the input costs and and the inflationary reasons that that maybe there's there's more volatility outside of what we're putting into these um, operations than there has been before, but also knowing that we can expect a pretty good return uh, on our, our investments, you know, here in the coming year as well. So it's, you know, it's, it's very, it's very consistent throughout industries. I think the biggest thing from a Cayman standpoint, when we look at what is our opportunity in that, and I alluded to it before, is just the education piece of it. And, you know, people have so much information at their fingertips now, and it's, we can certainly play an, an integral piece in that and educating the, the uh, producer consumer. And there's such a thirst for knowledge, I think more so, you know, if you date back 10 or 20 years, obviously that landscape looks a lot different, but typically our customers and the end user consumer is, is, a, is more uh, educated today now than they were then. Uh, but, but we can use our areas of expertise and what our focus and where our knowledge lies and continue that continue that education uh, with those folks in order to, again, make more conscientious decisions and really work towards doing this in partnership with them um, so we can better serve the industry. Cody, do you see any of the recent challenges such as feed costs, ingredient availability, and supply chain easing in the coming year? I do. I think we've already seen um, seen a little bit of easing in um, amongst the categories that you just mentioned uh we're you know we're in when i when i talk about you know as we date back 10 or 20 years and you fast forward to today 
we're an increasingly global market as opposed to just thinking about the U.S. or North America. I think what the last couple of years have done is certainly uncovered some pain points and maybe uncovered the root causes of some of those pain points and probably made us smarter in terms of the things that we need to address as opposed to address addressing the symptoms. And that's obviously easier said than done because some of those issues take time to uh, to uh, to rectify. But as we've you know kind of felt the ripples of COVID and, and some of those economic uncertainties, I think there's there's signs that we're working ourselves out of that. Uh, but I think in terms of the industry kind of getting used to that new norm, whatever that is, will still take a little bit of time uh, to to experience that. Mark, you and Cody both mentioned gut health as a big trend that you're following, and it certainly gained popularity in recent years. How does gut health affect an animal or a bird's overall health and productivity, and why is it so important? I mean, gut health equals animal health. There's so many different factors that go into gut health and, and why it becomes important just to not the animals, but the bird's overall health and productivity. Um, you know, one of the, if you look at the list of priorities for our customers, number one is you know, animal welfare. Um, it's a, that's a really big part of what our customers and, and their focus is, is to make sure number one, they're, they're taking care of their animals, their birds. Um, and, and gut, the word, the role that gut health plays, uh, it's just looking at the microbial balance, um, intestinal integrity and the immune function. Those are all key components to everything that, that rolls up into gut health. I, I think the opportunity that we've had is to create a dialogue with our customers just to understand fully what their uh, what their definition of gut health is. Um, how do they see gut health and, and the impacts uh, from, with their animals and, and their birds? Uh, and then what, does, what can Kimmon do based on this knowledge to continue to innovate um, and bring new solutions to them? I, I, I think it's, a, you know, it, it, before it was more like the Wild West. Now we're, we're starting to zero in a little bit more on, 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 you know, understanding some of these broad concepts. And, and I, I think that, uh, you know, Cody's got a really good story uh, that he can tell about his the equine business. And, um, and, and that's just a good example of one of the ways that Kim has been able to, to bring um, their knowledge of gut health and apply it to a specific industry. Yeah, to Mark's point, in 2017, Kevin started the equine business, and really, the uh, the objective of that was to translate some of the the successes in uh, in the improvement in animal health and and performance from what we've typically what we've learned on the livestock and production side, and trend a little bit more towards the uh, the equine side and specialty side, a little you know more hobby as you can think of it. So. Uh, we started that business in 2017, and one of the things we learned throughout all of that and that we've since transposed, you know, it kind of comes full circle that we transposed back into the livestock production side, is, is how we speak and, and how we speak to the consumer and making sure that, that the way we speak to our customer, certainly on the equine side, that's, that it's a little bit different mentality. And that our customers can reiterate those uh, those same points of the importance of of what we have to offer from an intestinal health standpoint and what it means to the animal. Um, that we had a great opportunity to do that, and and that's really where the education piece began in terms of gut health is is us being able to talk to our customer and then being able to relay that same message 
to a horse owner who may not necessarily may not have the education or experience or knowledge base is some of those folks that are making those decisions to formulate those feeds, et cetera. And so we played an integral part in that. And in um, that really started from what I mentioned prior was, was treating gut health as a, yes, it's a broad term, but diving deeper about what are the aspects of gut health that matter and what are the different pieces of it when, when Mark talks about really the microbial balance and, and the intestinal integrity and immune function and the part that we play in that and how we can educate on why that's important on why gut health equals animal health. A good example now on how we've transposed that is in the cattle industry, I think typically in the past, they've been used to discussing rumen health and think that, you, I, I think they thought 10 years ago that that was an all encompassing term that meant any really anything that went on uh, inside of the cow. And I think we've learned over the course of, especially the last uh, few years is that intestinal health and rumen health are two different things and they're two distinct things. Again, offering us the opportunity to help educate our customers and, and producers on um, what that means and the impact that can have in the industry as a whole, but then to their operations specifically. And Mark, on that point of education, do you see your clients drawing the line between gut health and animal welfare, or do they still kind of think that a healthy bird is a productive bird, but they don't really look at the welfare side of it? Well, I, I think it's difficult to draw a line um, when you're when you're talking animal welfare, gut health. Um, I, I think it's more about the overall, um, I'd say the overall welfare of the bird uh, or the animal. And when when these, you know, when you, when you talk to these customers, they they really are focused, hyper focused on welfare, being probably the most important aspect of everything that they do. Not only do they want to produce um, a high quality product, but they want to do it in the, in the most safe and effective way that they can. And, and uh, I, I'd say, I'd go back to a little bit of what Cody was talking about. Kimmon has been very intentional about trying to not only build upon this gut health platform that we've developed, but also provide that education piece. And I'd say for the last four years, um, as a result, Kimmon has done a, 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 an intestinal health symposium that, that, our, uh, that we provide as an educational um, opportunity that has been global, uh, that's brought together a lot of different gut health experts in the swine, poultry, beef, dairy, and equine industries. And, and I'd say it's been a very nice launching pad for us to, to, to take our understanding as a global company and, uh, and coalesce together with our customers to try to, to, to build upon how we can tie gut health with animal welfare and then how it affects every other part uh, of the value chain to our, uh, to our customers and to their customers in the end. What types of feed additives can promote gut health and how do they work? So uh, again, as we mentioned, it, it, you know, we look at it from a, from a comprehensive approach. Uh, no one additive is going to be a silver bullet. And, and we understand that. And, and I think over time that, that the industry has understood that as well, that you, that you really have to focus on certain areas. And, and that's really what our strategy, what Kimmon's strategy is, you know, as we go to obviously go to market, but also as we innovate, that we go through those certain criteria. And so first, as we talked about before, when we talk about those different, those three areas of gut health and, and we term it clean up, build up and knock out, and which are those areas that address microbial balance, <clears throat> the integrity of the intestine and immune function, 
Um, those are the three real areas that we are looking at. And so you can look at uh, a number of different additives, additives but really what, what we're talking about is what can we clean up? So from a, from a water disinfectant feed standpoint, uh, what can we clean those up before they even get to the animal or stabilize those? The second piece of it is, uh, is build up. So how can we build up the integrity of the intestine in the animal? So uh, a lot of times over the past few years, you probably folks have probably seen the terminology around leaky gut. And, and really that's, that's, the, that's the term that we're trying to address when we talk about the integrity of the intestine and um, and making sure that's operating at its at its optimum, and then the last piece is the immune function. <clears throat> when when you talk about an animal getting sick or or being compromised, that causes a huge glucose sink in the animal. And so any way that we can that we can improve that immune system by clearing more glucose, um, that we have the ability to do that as well with uh, with one of our products, and then. Um, and that we also have the ability to knock out the harmful pathogens that are in the animal as well. And, and uh, so then we're talking about some of our active microbials uh, to be able to do that. Mark can expand on those. Yeah, Cody, I think captured it really well. Um, th there's so much information out there right now because there's a lot of companies that are bringing different feed additives to the table. Um, and and it's, it's been uh, a challenge for our customers with this information overload uh, with all the all the new ingredients that are flooding the market and i think what kimmon has done uh over the last couple of years is to try to build a program approach that we can simplify if, if you say uh, how we provide our products and and the impact that our products are going to provide to the animals um and it's not you know like cody said before there's not just one product that's going to help i mean historically uh, a lot of the tools that our customers have used, uh, they've gone away and we've had to become very innovative in, in our uh, approach uh, on, on how we, you know, treat animals. And a lot of it is, is trying to just uh, prevent it uh, at, at this point. And, and so I, I look at uh, of, of just the, the trying to give our customers the most educated opportunity that they can implement a program uh, without trying to, you know, clouding up too too much with 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 all the information overload that's out there. So, I, I like I said, it's not necessarily a, a simplification, more of a, a of a zeroing in on on what we can do specifically with our products and the value they provide to their animals. Well, Mark, at the risk of that information overload, do you have any other things that can be done on farm to promote good gut health besides just additives and these other things that you have already discussed? Sure. One of the things that I, I think that we can help to do is, is just understanding the interconnectivity of stress and gut health. How do they tie together? Um, how does that, where is that impacted on the farm? Uh, what, what can we do to, as, as a feed additive company to, to help to educate our customers about taking the measures to reduce those, you know, and manage the stress? At those known intervals, uh, be it weaning, transportation, uh, diet changes, you know what 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 uh, effect do our products have in these certain periods of, of stress? And, and finally, I'd, I'd say just um, working with our customers, number one, to better understand 
their operations so we can we can continue to have a dialogue on on how Kimmon can create continually to uh, develop innovations that will help them uh, impact on, on on farm and and then down uh, you know ultimately at, with the consumer level. All right, Cody, anything to add there? No, the only thing I would add is um, you know Kimmon is just certainly a piece in that whole whole chain of of getting a a um, animal from farm to fork, so to speak. And what, are the, what is the best way to do that? And, and we're just, we're one piece of that puzzle. And there's a lot of pieces that go into making that efficient and uh, as productive and profitable as possible. I always think of it from a standpoint of, you know, when you have a car or truck motor and it takes a lot of parts to make that run um, to, to get the utmost performance out of it. Raising an animal is very much like that in that um, is that we have to optimize all parts of, of that, that the that animal's life uh, in order to get the most out of that and for the producer to get the most out of that. And so it, it's not one thing, it's several things. And, um, and, you know, we just, we're, we're certainly passionate to be a part of that and um, and offer what we can from our expertise in order to make that happen and, and serve our customer base and serve the industry. Well, thank you, both of you, for taking the time to talk to me today. This was very interesting. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you to the audience for tuning in. You can go to kemencom ag to learn more about the topics that Mark and Cody discussed here. I'm Ann Roos for Feed Strategy.